The Aspire podcast series has been developed by Sheffield Callum University Aspire Scholars as a resource to support students on their career development journey. The Aspire programme is dedicated to eradicating structural racism in higher education, working collaboratively with institutions to implement policy changes that promote diversity and combat bias. By amplifying the voice of black scholars, the programme aims to enrich the academic community with diverse perspectives and in doing so, strengthen the foundation of knowledge for generations to come. Aspire is more than a programme, it is a catalyst for change, a path to excellence and a promise of a more inclusive tomorrow. Good morning and welcome Professor Charles. Thank you so much, thank you for the invitation. That's okay, thank you for joining us. Um, so today's podcast is about developing a, win- a winning mindset and positive thinking. But before we start, Professor Charles, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into academia? Thank you very much. Um, I'm Professor Charles Egbo, and I'm currently the Vice Chancellor of Leeds Trinity University here in England, uh, United Kingdom. Um, my journey is an interesting one. Um, I started life um, doing a first degree in quantity surveying, uh, which is like uh, the construction cost economist um, that deals with the cost of buildings and contract. I studied uh, here at Leeds, then Leeds Polytechnic, now Leeds Beckett. Uh, I was fortunate uh, I did uh, get a first class honors and I was given a scholarship to go and study uh, and do a PhD, but I spent some time in the industry as a site quantity surveyor. Nonetheless, I took up the challenge and did a PhD in construction project management. And that was the beginning of my interest in construction and in academia properly. I spent uh, a few years at uh, um, University College London doing a postdoctoral research fellow. And then it moved me to becoming a uh, um, a lecturer, a senior lecturer, uh, a professor, a head of school, uh, a dean of faculty, a pro-vice-chancellor, and a vice-chancellor. And I've been to at least four or five universities. Well, congratulations on such a fantastic career. I mean, you know, it's very inspirational to hear about your journey. Um, it'd be really helpful to talk a little bit about um, kind of some of the challenges that you have overcome in getting to the kind of the area where you are now. It's interesting. I suppose uh, anyone who undertakes any journey, whatever it is, uh, uh, a journey is about challenges and successes. And uh, the challenges have come in a number of ways. Um, uh, As somebody who started one's life, uh, losing one father as a a teenager, uh, you're starting from a very difficult position. And uh, you have to grow up very, very quickly and uh, look after yourself. Uh, but in academia, it, it has been a challenge. Um, and being the only black person in almost everything I did, um, uh, you're talking about the, the, the mid-80s and the late-80s, uh, um, issues around discrimination, issues around microaggression, issues of uh, wanting you to show your worth, Um but look, um, in all that journey, uh, things have uh, helped you to stay focused and calm, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that. But any challenges uh, any academic, academic person will pursue in terms of promotion, in terms of recognitions, in terms of uh, being a leader in academia, in terms of your professorial recognition, what you need to do, uh, in terms of a winning research grant, uh, publishing in very good journals, 
and uh, being recognized by your peers nationally and internationally. So there've been challenges. And I suppose and anyone who's undergone my uh, journey will have some challenges, but uh, it has been difficult, but also rewarding uh, along, along the journey. So for the benefit of our audience then, Professor Charles, how would you describe a winning men- mindset? What does that mean? A winning mindset, uh, in my view, it's one where um, you have a very strong self-belief of yourself. Um, not arrogant, but very, very um, uh, rest assured. Um, you have a, a, a strong attitude and focus on what you want. You have a strong belief and you have some courage on what you stand for. Um, you have a high level of focus on quality because above all, the quality shines out in every difficult situation, especially if you're an academic. I think you have to have real commitment in what you believe in and high aspiration. Uh, Talk about aspiration here, we're talking about aspire. You have to aspire for, um, for the best uh, and work towards it. And you have to have emotional control, uh, which I, I, I thought uh, have stood me in great stead because you'll be pushed left, right, and center at times almost to a breaking point. And you have to have that uh, emotional control. I think you have to be calm um, and have destruction control because at times you, you just want to say you've had enough. I would me, and you become your own worst enemy. I think you have to also um, see positives in every failure. I think one of the writers that uh, keeps me going um, said in every adversity, there is uh, an equal or greater prosperity. Are you with me? So when things are tough, in those toughness, you see something. And I think you have to be self-accountable and not to... Um, too serious of yourself, um, have a growth mindset in my view, um, a mindset that, look, tomorrow is going to be better. And if anybody sees the betterment of tomorrow, you need to be the person, even if others don't say that. And I think that's what I think that winning mentality is, always positive mentality, always a can-do. You have to give it 200% because at times 100% is not good enough. And you have to always try to excel over the average. Um, and I think that's what, uh, in my view, it's a winning mindset. And always understand that uh, uh, failure can be one of those uh, important steps to successes um, and always keep going. And how can a student, you know, many of our listeners will be quite early on in their academic career. How is it possible for a, a student to develop their winning mindset? Can you just elaborate a little bit more about the sorts of things they should be considering? I think what you need to consider are a number of things. And I, and I have to say that uh, from a personal point of view and from the benefits of accrued, having uh, mentored so many people, um, I, I think hard work, it's important. Um, I, I think aiming for excellence, I think it's uh, important. And never, 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 never think that you've done everything. Always think that there's more to do, uh, and always believe in yourself. Hard work never kills. Um, hard work gets something going. If anything kills you, it's not your hard work. Hard work um, provides the successes, um, and always work 
on the belief that you cannot succeed without the help of others. Um, no matter how good you are, how a shining light you are, how intelligent you are, you cannot succeed without the help of others. And even when you think those others are there to trip you, you have to work with others. And it's your own job to convince them uh, to support you in what you do. And if some don't support you, glean and pick up something from those people but you cannot succeed. No one is an island on, on their own. I think it's important to, to always think about that. And on our journey to developing this positive thinking, winning mindset, how important is failure to that? Because often failure is seen as a very negative thing. Do you see failure as positive? Look, failure is absolutely um, an important ingredient to success. Even as a vice chancellor, I, I, I say one of the things about leadership in, in my university, it's people shouldn't feel bad when they fail. Um, failure is part of it, provided you fail and fail forward and learn from your failure and make sure you don't uh, repeat that which uh, you have tripped on. Um, no, no one succeeds just because uh, we are mortals. We can't get it all first time round. It's just, I think the, the secret is failing and failing forward and learning quickly. We need to uh, be able to learn from our failures. Uh, it's the quicker you learn and the quicker you move on from the failure. I think it's the it, 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 it's heart of it. So I, I think anyone who feels very bad uh, failing um, hasn't understood what success is about. And might you be able to give us an example, Professor Charles, of when you failed in your career and kind of what then propelled you to kind of pick yourself up and carry on? I, I, re I remember oh, many, many instances. I, I, I remember when I was uh, um, applying for a professorial position and I was just asking myself, how, why should I be applying three, four times when I've met all the criteria and superseded the criteria? Um, why should I fail in this? And uh, I said to myself, look, that is just one element of it. Don't give up, keep going. Uh, I can give you instances where I have uh, put in for research grants, um, very, very you know, important research grants, high monetary value. And I try the first time, doesn't work. Try the second time, try the third time. And I've always known that, you know what? The more you try, the more you learn. And uh, I've been fortunate. I've succeeded in many grants. I've failed in many grants. And uh, I've been fortunate over the years to have uh, um, obtained over 25 million pounds in research grant. I would me. But uh, people see all those successes and never see the failure. But I said, look, I've learned from every failure. And I can recount so many things you see, people call them failure. I just see them as part of those things you come across as part of your journey. And my successes have come largely because I've learned from the failures and I've done them differently and, and done, done them better. And I think often, you know, people don't actually think that our failures are part of our journey and are part of who we are. It's kind of part True. of our natural development. Um, yeah. And just sorry to interject. And the one thing I think it's important it's the, the circle you 
play around with. Now, if you play around with the circle and the communities of practice that always say, oh, why are you wasting your time? You've done it two or three times and it didn't work. Why can't you just move on? So um, you need to walk around those who are there to inspire you, to motivate you, to say, keep going. You could also have those who might say, look, how many times would you try it? They're trying to tell you something. Can't you learn from what they are telling you? So, uh, and that's why mentorship is important. That's why coaching is important. That's why reaching out is, is, is important because at times in life, the, the level of influence we get because um, human beings are social animals. Uh, you can't, which is why I said you can't succeed on your own. You have to be around. And uh, you need to think about those who are around you who can also ginger you, motivate you when things are not as good as you want. Really, really important. Yeah. And part of what we were you were talking about there is around networks and the importance of those people that you surround yourself with. Um, and also, I think role models is kind of important within that. As you were growing up, Professor Charles, did your role models change compared to who they are today? Yeah, role models change. Um, and, and that's why I say at the end of the day, you have to have that inner belief because too often you don't get the right role model when you need them. Are you with me? And you have to rely on yourself and be yourself. And as I say, carry your own cross. Are you with me? Um, but role models play an, an important uh, role. Um, and I could, I, could, I could think of so many people, maybe not role models, but people who have said something that have really, really uh, trans transformed you. And I could say that in, in, when I was an A-level student, when an individual said, there's something about you, I can't tell, but you know, you, you just something exceptional, just keep going. And maybe they saw something I didn't see in myself, but I went back, and I tried to make sense about that. Maybe they've seen perhaps the way I reason, the way I, I'm, I'm always there in the library when others aren't there <laughs> with me, when I stay very, very late, when my mates, they said, just keep going. There's something about you. Or some, someone says, um, I remember many years ago um, when I was a, a professor, he said, look, I can see a vice chancellor in you. I, I with me. <laughs> and And... And you, you, you kind of say, and I, I met the individual three times in conference, in, in, in some conferences, and uh, he said, I, I can see. He repeated that three times on three occasions, and I laughed, and I, and I enjoyed him because I looked up to him. He was one of the very few professors I was uh, uh, trying to emulate and reach. And uh, it's interesting, when I, was, uh, um, I, I, I got my vice chancellor, I reached out to him. And he said, Charles, he said, Charles, I wasn't surprised. And I said, can you tell me more? I said, look, I wasn't surprised. I've nurtured many professors. There's always something about you. And, you know, and we laughed at it. But what he said many years ago gave me an additional belief. Are you with me? And of course, I, I always say, even as a vice chancellor, I have three mentors who are vice chancellors who mentor me. I pick up the phone and ring them. And that's why the mentoring, I think it's important. You need to pick up some mentors who um, are there to support you when things are tough and things will always be tough as you move along your journey. 
And that's so lovely to hear that your mentors have been part of your success and kind of have given you that, you know, part of your confidence, I guess, to where you are. Um, You mentioned earlier about asking for help, um, which is something that's come up quite a bit in student conversations, particularly with male students who feel reluctant to ask for help. Can you tell our audience why it's important to ask for help? So there are many reasons why I think it's important to, to help. Um, I, I did say earlier on that uh, I've had the privilege and uh, of meeting all kinds of uh, um, people in my career, um, students, staff, and having traveled to many, many countries, over 40 countries uh, as, as part of my research. And I've seen cultures, I've seen people, and I've seen men especially in my background construction, people who always feel they don't want to reach out, they die in silence, either they feel too big or they can't cope with the emotion of people knocking them bad. You you have to reach out because no one is a custodian of all knowledge. um, Some knowledge assets you don't have and maybe those knowledge assets you go out sick may just open that door which is so, so much need. And at times you have to build that confidence. Uh, At times, um, some students, some colleagues, some professionals, and I see that in the construction industry, which uh, I've been pleasure of being the president of my uh, professional body. It's, you know, it's, it's shame at one level, it's, it's a culture at another level. It's people don't want their ego to be bruised somehow at times. But you have to have the mindset, especially the point I was making, if you are focused on what you want to go and achieve and you push yourself, part of pushing yourself is to understand that you can't do it alone. You, you need people who will support you and build that confidence and build that aura around you and build an ability to get what you want, depending on how you speak to the other person. Because there is the notion that you don't want to belittle yourself. You don't want others to see your failure. You don't want others to see your vulnerability. Are you with me? But to succeed, you have to open up. And there's one thing I always say, um, successful people always want to be two steps ahead of others. Are you with me? You think for yourself, you think for others, and you think for um, something in the future. It's so important to open up um, and always understand that vulnerability is also part of a success. We we don't know it all. And be, be willing to learn and be willing to receive wisdom and understand it yeah you come across as very determined professor charles and very positive have you always been like this i would i'd like to think i've always been positive um from a very very early age i've always liked reading um all these uh, um, books motivational books and i've learned quite a lot uh, from motivational books there was a, there was many years i spent attending motivational conferences and talks and uh, I, I learned very, very quickly that too much of the agency we have in our success depends on us as individuals. Are you with me? Whilst others will support us, but the agency we have is within us. And you have to learn how to 
harness the agency within you and how to get the best. And part of that is uh, positivity. Uh, there was a book I read by Napoleon Hill um, on positive mental attitude. Are you with me? Um, and, he, and he said that whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve through a positive mental attitude. Are you with me? And it has always served me right. You have to have, what's the point being negative? Um, everything around you is negative. You, do, you don't want to add to it, isn't it? Um, and I, I think it's really, really important to have that positive mental attitude um, in life. Um, we're just drawing to the end of our time together, Professor Charles. But before um, we wrap up, what one bit of advice would you give to the, our listeners who are really keen to develop a winning mindset, push through their comfort zone and make the most of opportunities, but feel reluctant to do so? Look, I think hard work is important. I think perseverance is important. I think self-belief without being arrogant or cocky, I think it's really, really important. It is difficult. The world is difficult to navigate, are you with me? And uh, you need to make it easier for yourself. And part of making it easier for yourself is to believe, believe in yourself. And always believe that tomorrow will be better than today and a lot better than um, yesterday. You have the agency, but you must learn to work with people. You can't succeed without people. And you have to have that tolerance and resilience to work with people. Thank you so much for joining us, Professor Charles, and for your great insights and advice here on the Aspire podcast. Thank you so much for the invitation. Really, really grateful. Sheffield Hallam University is one of UK's largest and most diverse universities with a community of around 37,000 students. The university's mission is simple, they transform lives. Sheffield Hallam is an award-winning university, recently receiving gold in the Teaching Excellence Framework for Outstanding Support for Student Access and Progression. Individuals from all backgrounds are provided with the opportunity to acquire skills, knowledge and experience to succeed at whatever they choose to do.